Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kropp. No, ladies and gentlemen, Alex Jones and InfoWars did not file for bankruptcy. <laughs> you know, it's a crazy world out there some days, but, you know, we try to make sense of it here on Political Coffee. So I just want to say thank you and welcome to all of you who take a little bit of your life, your precious time to uh, to, to listen to the show, to participate. Send me an email at jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news or call this show. Give me your opinion on the things that we're talking about. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Hey, it is time to cheer. Be of great joy. At least for now. Yeah, there's all kinds of videos of freedom. Passengers on airlines breaking out in absolute joy because a Trump-appointed federal judge struck down the mask mandate of Joe Biden's. And it's illegal, according to this federal judge, who, by the way, was attacked by the left um, as being wholly unqualified. And you can read, uh, in, in fact, there's some great Liberty Daily uh, videos as there are on, on other places. But passengers just, there's a Gateway Pundit story about a flight attendant breaking into tears of joy as she announces that everybody can take off their masks. The quotes from the federal district court judgment now, this comes from the Brownstone Institute, which is a um, conservative uh, place. It has quotes from this judge, just Judge Catherine Kimball Mizell, who wrote the opinion. This mask mandate being struck down means this, and, and this I did not know until I read this. Now listen to this. This means that for all this time, passenger, passengers and transportation employees have been forced to follow a mandate enforced with criminal penalties that has been illegal. Countless millions have been threatened, victimized, hectored, barked at, thrown off buses, trains, planes, with even young ch children forcibly muzzled as their parents are denounced. When in fact, it has been the federal government itself that has been violating the law. Alaska, American, Southwest, Delta, United Airlines, all announced within hours they would no longer enforce the mask mandate. Amtrak and all other airlines joined. The transportation mask mandate is effectively gone. Following 16 months of brutal enforcement, of an edict now declared to be illegal. Now, 
And by the way, you can read the entire uh, judgment, and and it's it's all part of this story. The New York Times, which editorialized in favor of the now-condemned mandates, comments that, quote, still, the ruling also comes at a time where the new coronavirus cases are sharply rising again. Sets up another round of propaganda to blame the judge for a seasonal wave. Bottom line is, folks, this thing has been illegal from the get-go, and the judge points that out. In Health Freedom Defense Fund Incorporated versus Joseph R. Biden. Now, this is something to be thankful for. This is also something you can use in your conversations to have with persuadable conversations with people in your world that are persuadable. Again, that's the whole purpose of me doing this radio show is to hopefully give you that ammunition that allows you to lead that horse to water and eventually that water, the horse rather, chooses to drink the water. Not argue with them, just talk about these things. There are other things, including the stamped book in Salem-Kaiser School District and the incredible absolute lies that are in this book And a particular parent objected and wrote a letter. And then the school board chair and other members of the board that are the left said that this person, this parent, was trying to ban books. This parent said in their testimony they were not in favor of banning books. The left said it anyway, folks, including the school board chairman. This It's where the battle for the soul of this country is, is in our school districts. There's also some battle going on in this OPB story about a former Oregon Capitol official tasked with harassment complaints sues lawmakers claiming retaliation. So what does the left do? What does the lawmakers do? He claims in his lawsuit that there were all kinds of shortcomings in as he took over the job of being the equity officer and that it is the centerpiece of the legislature's new process for handling harassment issues because they've not been so great about that and they've settled out of court with millions of dollars of your money that they are keeping hidden So what do they do? Rather than address the actual shortcomings that he laid out in his resignation memo and now even further in his lawsuit, and he names Tina Kotak and um, Peter Courtney, rather than address the issues and push back on them, what does the left do, these legislators? They attack him personally saying, well, his resume, he lied on his resume. Rather than address the issue that is the importance of it all, they attack him. This is normal for the left. 
By the way, speaking, there's a story, KGW Channel 8, and I will have it up on the show plan today. Portland International Airport has dropped its mask requirement. Duh. <laughs> That's all I can say. Just duh. Local TSA, the Port of Portland said, has just advised us they will no longer be enforcing the directive that requires masking in the airport. To that end, people in the airport are not required to wear a face covering. Liberty, folks. It's liberty. And then, sadly, the Supreme Court has rejected the appeal of an airman who was removed from command, an Air Force officer, after refusing to get the vax, the shot. Amy Coney Barrett and Kavanaugh sided with the liberal justices. So, you know, freedom is not assured. Our liberty. By the way, the judge that took away this mask mandate, ruling it illegal, was Trump's youngest federal judge that was... Um, he appointed at the time. Now, the American Bar Association said she was unqualified. And, of course, it's because she worked for a firm that represented Trump in the election steal. It was confirmed in the Senate in November 2020, only days after the steal, the stolen election, occurred. She was the youngest. And she's very bright. This is why the word, and by the way, the left has gone nuts. You know, the Liberty um, Daily story about this also details how the left is going crazy. Or this mask mandate. There are probably listeners, some of the liberals who listen to this show, probably saying, oh, no, you're going to kill us all. It's a seasonal flu, folks. That's all it is. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk. I got to also let you know right now, okay? That at the bottom of the hour, we are going to do a taped interview with Clay Clark, who was the promoter and the founder of the Reawaken America Tour. And this is a post-event follow-up interview. And in it, you're going to learn something interesting that I didn't know about the opposition to the event, but also the power of its lasting impact and the fact that this was one of the very best, most enthusiastic, energetic events of the 14 that they have put in place so far. They have two more scheduled uh, coming down the pike uh, soon. 503-589-1220. That, that interview will run in its entirety. We taped it yesterday uh, for 14 minutes. So at the bottom of the hour, uh, you won't have an opportunity to call in. But you can call in now, 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Or you can call in in the last segment of the show at about eight minutes till the top of the hour. Or you can send me an email. And I'll try to read it on the air, 503, or excuse me, uh, Jeff at KSLM.news or Jeff at 1220.am, like the one I got from Kim. I'm a political activist, and that's why I'm writing, to make a difference on important issues. You were talking about gender today. 
Here's an alarming story that I heard on Glenn Beck this morning. A man in, in New Jersey raped, beat, and murdered a 47-year-old woman, then stole her car and her clothes. When they caught him, he admitted to killing the woman and then announced himself as Satan's helper, here to promote evil. Later, he decided he was female, and they transferred him to a woman's prison. Now, some of the women in prison are pregnant. Hmm. I wonder how that happened. Transgenderism. I'm telling you, when you tell stories like that to those persuadable people in your world, it plants the seed. It makes a difference. It points out the absolute insanity of what's going on. Now, when we come back, the stamped book here in Salem Kaiser School District and the actual submitted testimony by one of the parents and then how that testimony was in fact distorted and lied about when specifically it said she was not advocating for banning a book and the chair and everybody else said yes you are they're lying. How's that? We are young. The best. Back and forth. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Freedom Heating and Air is this great local company that really does make your life better, especially when your world ain't so great, to use improper King's English. Ain't so great when your HVAC system leaves you cold or hot when you need it to work for you and make you comfortable. Give them a call. They'll come out and they'll get it fixed for you right away. It's what they do best. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Check out their great website, freedomheatingandair.net. That's freedomheatingandair.net. This book. And Glenn, hang on, because I'm going to get to you in a second here. This book called Stamped, which the Salem-Kaiser School District has decided to purchase, even though the librarian who purchased the book has never read it. They're going to send it to elementary schools throughout the district. This complaint, and by the way, you can sign this complaint. You can read it in its totality, and you can sign it. It's openletter.earth forward slash stamped for kids formal complaint. And I'll have the link on the show plan under our podcast. This complaint says this book generalizes, glosses over inconvenient facts and is blatantly factually and historically incorrect. Its inclusion as an elementary school library as a nonfiction title is absolutely inappropriate given the lack of any listed sources. 
to in any way substantiate any claim. And then they go on to talk about how slavery is misrepresented as completely uniquely European, not true, ignoring Arabian slave trade and African folks. I will tell you, I've seen this with my own eyes in West Africa. When I was in West Africa in 1994, slavery still existed, folks. I saw it with my own eyes. Chapter two, that was just chapter one. Chapter two, American slavery was welcomed with open arms and used to build this country. The state of Vermont in 1777 outlawed and abolished slavery, folks. When the transatlantic slave trade was at its peak. Another lie. And again, it's not. There's no sources listed to back up their claim. The Revolutionary War. Quote from the book in chapter three, in order for white Americans to feel comfortable with continuing slavery, they had to break free of Britain once and for all. Again, factually incorrect. No sources. And of course, in chapter four, we're told to be skeptical of math because, quote, math was used as a weapon against black people. Unquote. We've had that controversy here. Uh, and it goes on and on and on, folks. This book has no place, none, in the Salem-Kaiser School District. And uh, again, the guy who made the decision, Roger Gage, the director of Library Media Services, he admitted he never read it before purchasing it. And this person who wrote this, by the way, specifically says, let it, and I quote, let us be crystal clear, the acknowledgement of this is in no way synonymous with book banning. Censorship and discernment are not interchangeable terms. And there is the truth. The left yells censorship. We say you've got to be discernment, discerning and accurate. You know what? If you tried to present this entire thing in a court of law, a judge would throw it out even before it got to a jury. That's how bad this book is. Anyway, you'll be able to add, uh, sign your name to the letter. I think I'm going to do it. Maybe you should, too. Got to go to the phones. We'll go to Glenn. Glenn, good morning. Uh, Jeff, uh, school districts in the state and the farms in the state of Oregon and other states, my question to you is, uh, I see these buses coming up and down I-5, these white buses uh, unmarked by the by the hundreds. What have you heard from all the people uh, calling the program? Where are these buses going in Oregon? Because they're going, they're coming over the border. They're coming into Oregon. And the lawlessness and violation of law, state law and federal law, of what happens on these buses and where they're going with the money they've been given. What are you hearing in Oregon? Well, what I'm hearing is, is that the, the state government will not tell us where they're going. They will not tell us uh, where the and, and the state government and city governments have to, at least in part, as I understand it, agree to receive these busloads of illegal aliens that are being shipped to us 
by the federal government using federal taxpayer money. And yes, you're right. They are. It's been documented. They are giving them money. And now they want to give them free smartphones to you so they can, quote, unquote, track them. They won't well, tell us. See, that goes to motive that many are going to Washington state as well. And yes. if you figure 8 million, however many million are going to be coming, how many are actually in each state and in each town, each village here in this country? And how many are in your own local town? Now, I, I just happened to be in behind one of them, and it stopped. It stopped in California, and I followed it. And it went to, uh, like, a big parking center, uh, a, a parking lot with a parking center, and there were uh, fast food areas, and so they went into the fast food places, into stores. And then they got out their cards. They had cards on them, and they were processing the cards for food and stuff. That doesn't and, sound at all un, un... I mean, that sounds exactly like what is happening, and I'm glad that you shared that story. Folks, we'll be back at the bottom of the hour. We'll go right into the interview with Clay Clark. Don't want to miss his assessment of how the Salem Reawakened Tour turned out. Talk to you then. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Welcome back. It is 24 minutes before the top of the hour. It is our pleasure here on Political Coffee to have Clay Clark. The, uh, the well, the guy, the the founder of the Reawaken America Tour, Clay. Good morning. How are you? I am very, very well, and I really do appreciate you carving out time for allowing me to be here with you and your listeners. Just appreciate so much the great event that that you put on with General Flynn and and uh, Eric Trump and and so many other wonderful speakers here in Salem. And, and I, I just I got to tell you, Clay, we continue to get cr- this radio station and me personally, just as I meet activists and. And um, and around and about, they just continue to talk about how powerful the event was. So I got to ask you: You've done what 14 of these events now? How did the Salem event kind of compare to some of the other events that, that you've uh, you've put on? Well, there's there's three things about the Salem event that I, I think were, were, were powerful. As I, as I just kind of look back on it, it was the the energy and the patriotism of the people of Oregon was off the charts. And that's not being disrespectful of the other events we've gone to. Right. But if you remember back in the day when the Chicago Bulls would travel around with Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and Rodman, and there was oh, yeah. energy every night. Every stadium was like a home game. The energy. That's how it felt in Oregon. And, and the Reawaken America Tour has been a lightning rod for people that love this country. But specifically, Oregon was really one of the best audiences we've ever had. I think just because the mail-in ballots have really muted the voice of Oregonians since 19, what, 98, 97? Yeah. People just feel yeah. like they haven't been heard. So that, that was one. Uh, two is I, I feel like there was an electricity in the actual speech delivered by Eric Trump. Uh, General Flynn, there was an urgency to the message. There was a power that really resonated with the listeners. 
at any attendees. And then the third thing I would just say is that the level of opposition that we were facing in Oregon was was off the charts. I mean, they super target or your target, whatever that was, they say they shut down in opposition to the event. We had two baseball teams that canceled their game. We had to switch to multiple venues in order to find a finally find a, a, a Patriot friendly a venue to host the yeah, event right. the volcanoes baseball stadium yeah. really stepped up the owners there so That's i mean good. there was a lot of opposition there was a lot of patriotism uh, overall i think we put a small dent in the universe <laughs> well but a a small universe of oregon needed a big dent and it was a big dent and this is what i continue to hear from people how optimistic they are now and, and you referenced both eric trump's speech and, and General Flynn's speech about the sense of urgency. And, and I will tell you that so many people not only agree with that, but they feel completely buoyed with, with hope. And especially when both General Flynn and Eric Trump made it very clear that Oregon is not forgotten. Because I got to tell you, Clay, we feel like we are totally forgotten. Yeah, you guys in Oregon, I mean, uh, uh, what happens is in Oregon, let's look. Let's think about the state for a second. I don't I know, I'm kind of preaching to the choir here, but I mean, you have a cesspool, we'll call it Portland, yep. right? And then That's you right. have a lot of the state where you have a lot of people that are, I mean, I drove through the state, stopped by the gas stations, went to the restaurants, talked to people, drove up and down the Columbia River, shook hands with thousands of people, just wonderful people. Even people that weren't at the event went into the hotel, went into the other hotel, met everybody, went to the car rental places. I mean, just great people everywhere. But you do have a lot of institutional deep state idiots within yes. the city of Portland, and mail-in ballots have completely muted the voice of the voters since 1997, which is why we've got to completely eradicate the mail-in voting system. And I encourage anybody out there, if you want to wake up your family and friends, I encourage them, I encourage you to go to uh, time2freeamerica.com, time2freeamerica.com. And when you click on the button there, the very first button, when you scroll down, there's a first button there you can see. You can see a button that says, who is leading the Great Reset? I know, uh, Clay, you were talking about the level of opposition to holding yeah. this event. And, and that's significant. Be, I mean, so many other places, you, you've held so many great events in Tulsa, yeah. and San Antonio, and Dallas, and Grand Rapids, Anaheim. And so, but there's something, there's a spirit here. Uh, that, and and it, is, it is embodied as you were discussing the reality of the city of Portland and the cesspool that it is. And, and how that that spirit just emanates out of there. For instance, Joe Biden's going to be in Oregon, in Portland this Thursday. And Antifa is expected to be out there protesting him. You would think they would love the guy. But that's how bad this place is. And that's why, Clay, the, the power of what you guys did when, when you came into Oregon and the energy that you had and all of your speakers had gave such hope to so many people and and we it's like i said my comments from the stage we desperately needed this so now i gotta ask you this question what do you think the follow-up impact of this is what has been your experience in other places that you've been yeah. what do you think the follow-up impact will be here in oregon well i think the first thing that happens is is, is a lot of people aren't aware of what the Great Reset actually is, okay? So it's very, very hard to uh, resist something if you don't know that it exists, right? right. right. 
Right. So I want to play just a 10-second clip, and I'll answer your question very succinctly. This is Yuval Noah Harari. Yuval Noah Harari is the top advisor for Klaus Schwab, the head of the World Economic Forum. And Yuval Noah Harari was asked on a Athens Democracy Forum, whatever that means, uh, hosted by the New York Times. And they said, hey, how's COVID-19 going to change the world moving forward? And he said this. Well, I think maybe in a couple of decades when people look back, the thing they will remember from the COVID crisis is this is the moment when everything went digital. And if, this, is, this was the moment when every, everything became monitored. That we agreed to be surveyed all, all the time, not just in authoritarian regimes, but even in democracies. And maybe most importantly at all, this was the moment when surveillance started going under the skin. Because really we haven't seen anything yet. I mean, I think that the big process that's happening right now in the world is uh, hacking human beings, the ability to hack you. I mean, most people don't know that that's what they're saying out loud. So what happens is, is you have three phases when people come to the event. The first phase is, holy crap, I can't believe this is happening. Yep, yep. Second phase is, now that I know this is happening, what can I do to make it stop? And then it's, now we're calming down saying, okay, what can I do? Can I run for school board? Do I need to hire an attorney? Do I need to, what do I need to do? So to that, so people hopefully left the event with specific action steps that they can take to help them win on a daily basis. And I would encourage everybody, go to time2freeamerica.com, time2freeamerica.com forward slash, and everyone write this down here, because I know a lot of people are driving, a lot of people are in their car, a lot of people, so just get a sheet of paper, pull into the into the shoulder, boom, 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 boom. go over to time2freeamerica.com forward slash revelation. Time to freeamerica.com forward slash revelation because there you can see the, the, the timeline and the patents that do prove the Great Reset plan. And it is real. And in fact, folks, if you go to uh, time to freeamerica.com, you, you, can, you can click where he talked about where, what is the purpose. And you can see so many incredible resources uh, that, that just really expose so much of what this agenda is. And again, it's time to freeamerica.com. Clay, I, I got to ask you also, you've got two more events um, coming yeah. up so far, right? Yeah, we have two more. We have we have the one in Myrtle Beach. In Myrtle Beach, we just had Jonathan Isaac, the NBA star who stands six feet tall. He refuses to kneel for the, the, the playing of the American flag or play, yeah. playing of the national anthem. Uh, he also will not take the COVID-19 vaccines. Jonathan Isaac is joining the tour now. We have wow. Cash Patel joining the tour. We just had the hip-hop group High Res. They reached out to want to join the tour. Uh, there's talks of the Tom McDonald, the conservative rapper. Uh, someone close to him just reached out today to see if he can join the tour. So I think people have understood that if you want to say things that will get you banned off of Twitter and Facebook <laughs> and social media, the only place you can say them is at the Reawaken America tour. Yeah, that that is uh, quite quite true. I mean, it just I have to again. I have to tell you, I've heard so many comments from so many. Uh, of our listeners about what they learned at the event and, and in your reactions, you know, that you, you talk about, you know, uh, holy crap, this is, this stuff is really going right. on. Th that awareness is so critical. The, the theme of my radio show is that we're trying to give people information that they can use to have persuadable conversations with persuadable people. That's how we're going to change one person at a time. The information that you have given people, plus the hope, I believe, really helps make 
that happen. Well, I appreciate you saying that. I will say this. This is something that I think people need to uh, wake up to. You know, Yuval Noah Harari is the man who is leading COVID-19, the, the Great Reset. This is this is not a theory. Uh, this is actually the man leading the Great Reset. And, and he is, it's, it's absolutely insanity. But, but Yuval Noah Harari, listen to this, folks. He, has, he has been praised by Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, Barack Obama, and the head of the World Economic Forum, uh, Klaus Schwab. And, and, and again, Yuval, this is the kind of insane stuff he says out loud. Listen to what he said out loud. Listen to this, folks. You don't have any answer in the Bible what to do when humans are no longer useful to the economy. You need completely new ideologies, completely new religions, and they are likely to emerge from Silicon Valley or from Bangalore and not from uh, uh, the Middle East. And they are likely to, pro to give people visions based on technology. Everything that the old religions promised, uh, happiness and justice and even eternal life, but here on earth, he's promising, he's out there promising people eternal life. This stunning. is the head. Yes, I mean, stunning. It says, he just, he just, and then you talk about a spirit, it's because they're demonic. And if you go to timetofreeamerica.com forward slash revelation, you can see on the timeline that Bill Gates teamed up with, check this out, Bill Gates teamed up with Jeffrey Epstein, the world's most prolific pedophile, yes. to make RNA modifying nanotechnology that goes inside the human body that has the ability to control your thoughts now someone says you're crazy what you're saying is crazy crazy listen folks december 23rd of 2021 when many people were at walgreens looking for a last minute gift listening to wham on the overhead music at walgreens or cvs <laughs> trying to struggling to find a last minute gift going should i get godiva do they have any godiva at walgreens yeah. should i find a berry egg no no not cadbury it's christmas and you're there. And then, uh, but this is this is what happened. Fox News came out with a story on the eve of Christmas Eve, December 2020. And this is, this is the audio clip from Fox reporting what the technology financed by Epstein and Gates and created by Lieber that is actually in the COVID-19 shots, what it can do. Listen to this. This is not... U.S. intelligence shows China is using advanced technologies like gene editing and brain control weapons to advance its military and to crush dissent. That's real stuff. This is not my it opinion. It is real stuff. Yeah. No, no. I mean, it, it's stunning. Uh, again, Clay, we've got about a minute left. I, I got to just thank you so much for bringing so many people of faith to be a, mixed in with all of, of these, these these revelations of what's going on with, when you play the stuff from Harari and, and having yeah. Eric Trump there and so forth. Do you get pushback from people who don't like all of the faith-based um, part of the programming? Oh, yeah. And you know what I do? This is the thing. It, I'm not really sure if there's a manual. I'm a business guy. I like to follow best practices. I don't know that there's a manual uh, to start a revival, but I can tell you this. I am 100% convinced that Jesus is king and that he absolutely, our, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, died, he died for our sins. Yes, in our did. country, we have, we have this belief that we have certain inalienable God-given rights. Everybody says, oh, we have God-given rights. Well, you can't have, complain about losing your God-given rights if you don't believe in God. And America has allowed God to be taken out of everything. Governments were created amongst men, amongst men to simply uphold those rights. So you can't be upset that you've lost your God-given rights if you don't acknowledge the existence of God. So thankfully, amongst the freedom-loving patriots, I have found people want to get back to God, and they're wanting to be done listening to fake pastors. And people have rejected the fake 
religious industrial complex. They are not rejecting Jesus. They are rejecting the fake industrial complex. My thesis is America needs a little more table flipping Jesus. Get the truth at time to freeamerica.com. It's time to freeamerica.com. You need a whip. We need to flip some tables. Table flipping Jesus. Here we go. Amen. I believe it. Clay, we're at the end of our time. Thank you so much, brother. We're going to continue to pray for all that you guys are doing across the country. And let's talk again, okay? Thanks a lot. Clay Clark, Bye. ladies and gentlemen. Time to freeamerica.com. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It is uh, seven minutes before the top of the hour. In a moment, we will go to the phones. We have callers on, and I do want to hear from you. Got to remind you that Pfeiffer Roofing can keep you dry if during this wet season you are not very comfortable at home or you're in business because it is wet in your house you don't want that and they can come out and fix it it's one of the great things this second generation family-owned business been here operating in the mid valley area since 1978 it's one of the things they do best for you come out and fix your problems give them a call they'll come out give you a free estimate talk it over with you options 503-647-4725-647-4725. Dave writes an email, says, good to hear Clay Clark. Wake up, Christians. Wake up. Wake up your church. Take the message to your church. Stand up against evil, as we were called to do in Scripture. Honor the freedom that God has given us. The freedom is disappearing for our grandkids. Yeah, it is. And that's what this book stamped in the Salem-Kaiser School District is, that's why it's so dangerous, and it must be stopped, and only you can help make that happen. I'll have a link up on the show plan on the podcast as to how you can sign that petition. Let's start with Rebecca. Rebecca, good morning. Hi. Um, I Clay, That was so wonderful hearing him. Praise God for reawakening America. Yes. <clears throat> um, I'm calling because you were talking about the schools accusing us of being um, book banners, but right. they are actually banning books. And um, one of the books I recently purchased is called Irreversible Damage, The Transgender Craze Seducing Our Daughters. And I could not find that on, um, on Google or Amazon it's not there. So fortunately, you had told us about DuckDuckGo, and I went on DuckDuckGo and found it. And so, what's the name of the book again? It's called Irreversible Damage, The Transgender Irreversible Damage. Praise okay. Seducing Our Daughters. 
and it's written Thank by Thank you very a, much, a re- Re- Rebecca. I, I got to go on. It's, it, the book is Irreversible Damage. Find it on DuckDuckGo. Thank you. Got to move. Uh, to the next caller. By the way, uh, Julie and Rich, thank you for your great emails. Uh, it, probably not going to have time to read them right now. Let's move to Jerry. Jerry, good morning. Hey, good morning, Jeff. Go Ducks. Hey, go Beavs. Perfect timing, perfect timing for this uh, call. Went and saw Father Stu last night, and just like the uh, rally, completely inspirational. Um, the story, uh, Matt Wahlberg and, uh, Mel Gibson played incredible roles, uh, in this completely inspirational story that explains a lot of things about God and questions people have about why good people have b- uh, bad things happen to them. And this guy had probably the worst thing you can imagine happen to him. And he just praised God the whole way through. It, it, it is an incredible movie that really needs a lot of respect. Uh, a lot of support. I, I have been seeing the promos for it. I, I think that's uh, fantastic. We need more inspirational good movies like that. Jerry, thanks for sharing that with us. I appreciate it. Folks, also remember, if you're looking to buy a home, talk to Rebecca Donaldson. She's really good at what she does. That's how she won Best of the Willamette Valley. 503-269-0747. She's a gold-winning real estate broker. She's really good, and that can benefit you. 503-269-0747, or check out her website, rebeccasgothouses.com. Let's go to Tim. Tim, good morning. Good morning. Do people follow their religion versus policy, which is more important? I agree with the revival. Does that affect my need for opposition or policy? No, I, I think that our faith, at least our Christian faith, demands it demands that we not only pray for our leaders but that we are active i, I, I got to re, remind everyone that in when christ was prophesied in isaiah the words in isaiah hundreds of years before christ was born were that the government would be on his shoulders that means christians need to be involved with government our faith does not mean that we step away from being active we have to stand up. We do that by praying and being active. Tim, great question. Got to end the show uh, with Art. As soon as I remind you, friends, that if you are looking for a great contractor, talk to Eric Azer, RighteousRenovations.com. RighteousRenovations.com. Art, you got a minute. Go. Good morning. Uh, yeah, good morning, Jeff. Talk about back at Man and Books. How many Holy Bibles do you see in the library? How many studies in the classroom of the Holy Bible. They're the ones that ban books. They don't even want to talk about it. So that's what I'm saying. Fair point, Art, and it's a great way to end the show. Thank you. Free speech. Freedom of minds. Stand up, folks. Keep praying. Keep believing for everything you know to be right and true and good and honest for this country. Pray. Stand up and take action. See you tomorrow.